Hey y'all, welcome back to Essential Nonsense. Uh, before today's episode, I want to let y'all know that I will be back and I'm excited to be performing stand-up comedy again. I will be uh, with Chingo Bling and Jesus Midnight Castillo at the Arlington Improv September 18th, 19th, and 20th. So uh, be sure to check those shows out. They tend to sell out pretty quick, so you might want to get your tickets as soon as possible. Um, on today's episode, I sat down in the studio with my co-host, my wife, uh, Charier, and we also had a special guest co-host, a good friend of ours, uh, uh, Jacob Torres. Um, it's a fun episode. Uh, we touched on a lot of topics, and uh, it was funny. So enjoy. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Essential Nonsense. This is episode number, what episode is this? Seven? <laughs> we've reached the big we, time. We've reached the prime numbers. <laughs> oh, wait. How many prime numbers did we hit before this? I don't do mental I don't know. Math. We talk about numbers <laughs> as soon as we, every episode, like right before it's, I don't know. Anyways, uh, I am your host, uh, Luis Juarez, and with me in the studio today, I have my uh, beautiful wife, my co-host, Charie. What's up, Charie? Hey, what's up? I'm doing, uh, oh wait, you didn't ask me how I was doing, you just said what's up. What's up, what's up? Not much, how you what's doing, up with you? I'm doing okay, I'm feeling better now, now that we're back and we're recording. We missed an episode last week. Hey, but, it's uh, all good. Yeah, you know, we uh, got real drunk and we hit the record button, or we thought we hit the record button and nothing was recorded, which was good because Sharia went on an extreme racist rant. Absolutely uh, not. Huh? Absolutely not. No? No. Oh, that must have been uh, <laughs> You? Somebody else. <laughs> I, know, I was just kidding. <laughs> Let me tell you about these. No, nah, I'm just kidding. Uh, we also have a special guest, and I have special guest co-host, a good friend of ours, uh, Mr. Jacob Torres. Hey, hey, hey. How's it going? Hey, what's up, man? Also an avid uh, Twitter uh, troll. Goes after <laughs> big celebs and corporations, tries to tear them down. Be sure to follow him. We'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, so like, what's going on with y'all? Like, what, what's been going on? Uh, something worth talking about. I know, uh, obvious, the big thing is the uh, Chadwick Boseman passing away. and yeah, very uh, unfortunate. It's a, it's a sad thing, and uh, we've definitely seen it all over all social medias, mm-hmm. and he obviously touched a lot of hearts and everything. Like, It's crazy that he was battling, was it colon cancer this whole time? Mm-hmm. For four years, I believe. Four years. Yep, and, and nobody said anything. Secretly. That's a strong team, man. That's a strong team. Especially in this day and age. I yeah. know, right? I'm surprised. And it was like his people that I think that broke the news. I don't think it was like some leaked TMZ shit or anything like that Mm-mm. either. I think TMZ found out afterwards, and that's the first. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they're usually On insensitive everything. towards that shit, and they're putting mm-hmm. stuff out, you know? Like, how'd you find out? Because you're the one that actually texted me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was actually uh, watching something Disney with my daughter, uh, just scrolling on Twitter. Uh-huh. And uh, I saw that uh, the statement that his team put out, it was uh, retweeted. Um, and then, you know, used to <laughs> back in the day, you see stuff like that. And your immediate thought is hoax. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, after everything that's happened this year, you know, it was just like. Yeah. 2020 just keeps like piling them up. It's I unfortunate. Uh, like he was 43 years old. That's battling cancer man. for four years. Still young. So was he. I mean, uh, there's a Black Panther two coming out, right? I, I like, didn't they say that there's one did coming? Did they confirm it? So uh, it ha- it was announced uh, that they were going to do Black Panther two. Um, they've already kind of started to set up storylines for yeah. it in, in in previous uh, movies. 
Um, they kind of touched on it a little bit uh, in the Avengers Endgame movie uh-huh. uh, as far as where they were planning on going storyline-wise um, a little bit. So they've already started planting the seeds for So, the But they didn't film anything, right? No, they haven't started filming for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. So nothing's been filmed. Um, oh, damn. That's going to be crazy. Like, I don't know about recasting him. Like I that replacing, that. I don't no. know. You would. I, I don't think that would to. be fair. I wouldn't want them to. No. Mm-mm. No. Yeah. I I agree, and I I think it's going to be really hard for them to to do that. Um, it's a it's a uh, storyline that that'll that it's hard to imagine them moving forward with their MCU universe without having uh, Black Panther played by played by T'Challa. Yeah. Um, they've had different uh, variations uh, play Black Panther, but played by T'Challa. Um, it's it's hard to imagine them moving forward. Like a different show. This well within the, this uh, Marvel universe, uh, this, these movies or whatever, it would be this T'Challa. But as well within the comic books I mean. or something, is it was it was somebody different or something? They've had uh, uh, Suri has actually been uh, mm-hmm. Black Panther before. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've they've had different uh, different people play the character before, just like they've had different Captain Americas yeah. uh-huh. um, as well. It's 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 not uncommon, but you know. That was a, a huge storyline, um, and and Chadwick Boseman was was the perfect, yeah. you know, uh, T'Challa. He really too. was a, He, he really did was a, did a, a great job. job. I really. mean, that movie was really good. People I, were excited. When me and Charrier, well, Charrier was excited I, when I it came out because she's extremely. all like, "Babe, well, we're gonna." I even made a joke out of it because it was so <laughs> serious. She's like, "We're gonna go. We're gonna dress up in full African attire." And, and I was very and, serious. And she w- and she dressed up and she had uh, her dashiki and her head wrap. Sure and did. And I. Uh, in the joke, I say I dressed up as something African, but I, I didn't. Did, I mean, didn't you I was say like, Ivory Dillon? Go tell a joke. Go <laughs> nah, that joke is not cool anymore. Uh, <laughs> no, but it was. <laughs> you're like, it wasn't cool then. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, th- that movie was great. I, mean, I think we saw it twice in the movies, didn't we? I, uh, maybe. I want to say. What year did it come out? 2018? It's all a blur now. Two- 2018, I believe. 2018. I know I saw. Uh, Infinity War twice. Uh, no, yeah. three times. I saw it three times. I saw that one quite a bit. Yeah, and uh, the last one, Endgame, I saw yeah. it twice. You saw it with me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I did. We went opening that night, right? Yeah. First, yeah. First that one was, was good. Yeah. Uh, we also, me, you, and Carlos went to go see Thor Ragnarok. And, uh, <laughs> that one was surprisingly funny. That's the first Thor movie I had seen where I was like, damn, this is a, this is a good movie. Because the other ones I, I wasn't the biggest fan of. Right. Know. And and I, it was because they took the character in a in a much different direction. Uh, yeah. Once they brought uh, Taika, Wai, I hope I pronounced it, Waititi uh-huh. uh, in as the director. And he's just, he's really funny. I'll watch. Oh, really? he, he did Jojo Rabbit. Oh, um, okay. I still haven't seen that movie. Have you seen it? It's pretty funny. Really good. Really, really good. Oh, um, he, a lot of things that he does is, is, is very good. But. Um, yeah, I, I remember when we went to, to watch uh, Black Panther, it was uh, me and, and, and Carlos. Um, you know, we, me and him have seen every Marvel yeah, movie. Yeah, I know. Y'all, <laughs> y'all made it like a tradition. We're yeah. like, we're going to go this one. Y'all coming this time? I'm like, man, I can make it if I can make it. Yeah. Uh, Louise flaking. <laughs> <laughs> it, was always, it was always on a Thursday night y'all would yeah. go or something. I either have a show or something. I couldn't make working. it. But yeah. that, I remember Thor Ragnarok. I went that one. And we saw Infinity War. We saw that. Um, yeah. Or uh, Endgame, right? Endgame. We saw that. And, and Endgame was the first one that... that Carlos actually missed, but yeah, we went we went to see that. It was a lot of us that, that went to go see Endgame, and yeah, 
Well, me and Charlie plan on watching uh, Black Panther after we record this episode. Oh, yeah, for sure. I know they were going to show it on Channel 8 or on ABC, and then they were going to do like a Chadwick Boseman like, mem- tribute, or, tribute or, something or something like that. I mean, we we're not going to be able to watch it, mainly because we don't have an antenna. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't right. watch regular TV. That would not, it would not show but up. We got Disney Plus, so we're going to be able to watch that. I'm sure it's been streaming like crazy. Uh, one of the coolest things about Endgame was when, at the very end, when they do all start showing up with all those circles, the, oh, the Doctor Strange turns up. They're the first ones to walk out, which right. was, they was really was ready. Yeah, Been it's gonna ready. be. It's one of those where you're like, you're gonna rewatch it, and you'll be like, damn, that dude's dead, and you're gonna be like tearing up a well, little bit. Well, let me say this. Okay, so I know on social media, um, they've had like a lot of children, mainly like mm-hmm. like boys that have action figures and stuff like that and it's uh it's crazy to think that uh and i don't know how their parents would even like break that to them oh that's yeah. that's the crazy part well, i didn't even think about that and showing pictures of them like uh-huh. with the with the side action figures side. like around uh t'challa as he's like you know laid to rest oh. it's crazy and i'm like wow that's crazy because to kids Mm-hmm. Um, that's somebody to look up to. I mm-hmm. think that's a whole nother level of admiration um, from a child. Yeah. I mean, adults, yes, we look at it more like, yeah, he played Black Panther, but also as the person, I'm like, man, I could not think of how much it takes because I, I lost a family member to colon cancer, and that is a rough mm-hmm. thing to see somebody go through. And I was like, man, like you, you couldn't. And and maybe you probably could see it at the end because they they started talking about a photo that I didn't even see till like way later. But uh, that that's a very very uh, rough yeah. thing to have. And and for four years, man, that's it's it's crazy. Be it the whole time, yeah. Mm-hmm. And all these videos are coming out. Uh, I've seen on various social medias uh, about uh, him going to like hospitals and like being with kids that were also dealing with yeah. cancer and stuff like that. So the guy was, I mean. He seemed to be a pretty good guy mm-hmm. overall for the most part, uh, from what I know. I mean, yeah, and and you talked about the the opening scene uh, or the uh, the portal scene in Endgame uh-huh. where, you know, uh, the first one to walk out was T'Challa. Yeah, uh, was Black Panther, and um, I think that that spoke to uh, Marvel's trust in him and mm-hmm. his character because. You know, in that moment, I think everybody was like that was at least in the theater that we yeah. were in when we saw it, the, the reaction that you saw out of everybody as soon as yeah. he walked out. And and so that that speaks to the impact that he had on kids and representation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for um, sure. And how much that matters. You know, we've talked about kids seeing that and, and, and kids seeing a, a superhero that, that's like them, especially reflective of. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Especially uh, Black Panther, because we've had plenty of white superheroes. Uh, and I'm sure Black Panther. I didn't know about Black Panther honestly until like right when I heard the movie about the, there was going to be a movie about Black Panther because I also didn't read the comic books. Um, yeah, because I'm about to say, you know, was it Green Lantern? wasn't in the comic books he was black. There's there's two different ones uh, okay. that are that are in the comic books. One of them, yeah, was really? black. Yeah, there's two different Green oh, Lantern. Because okay. see, I remember the comic book one where he was black, and then I was like, oh, so I wonder who they're gonna get to play Green That's Lantern. That's Ryan only, Reynolds, right? Yeah, and oh, I was that like, movie was terrible. I, I was like, I, so so how how did they do that? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> what was the decision <laughs> process? But then I didn't know that there was well, another version coming. Well, to go so. back to something we talked about in the like I think the first or second episode where we we're talking about Moesha. Like uh, oh. we we're watching an episode of Moesha and Moesha's dad uh, gifted his son 
all his first edition Black Panther comic books. That was crazy, and I, and right? he was like really because so excited. He like ended up taking the comic books and going and selling them oh. and bought a bunch of clothes. And his dad was like upset. almost like, like upset, devastated to the point where he was like, because I would imagine that's a big deal. So, so when I heard like when I started seeing about Black Panther movie and stuff like that, I didn't know how much of an impact that would be like back for like, day, right? especially for uh, the black community. Like to, especially if you're already a comic book fan. I should have asked that. my dad that. I'm like, so, that's, so that's, like, that's, how that's was crazy. that? Like when yeah. the comic book came out, was it like a real big thing? You know, like stuff oh, yeah, you don't even think about asking. Yeah. It's a sad, uh, a sad thing. I also know that uh, he made a bunch of, uh, other movies that are pretty impactful. Mm-hmm. I know that Jackie Robbins. I didn't see any of those. It's a lot though. of movies I need to watch. The Thurgood Marshall. Didn't he play Thurgood did, Marshall? Yeah. Or yeah. Didn't see that one either. Yeah. He's played a lot of uh, really uh, iconic characters, uh-huh. um, or not, not necessarily characters, but just just like people. Just people there. Yeah. Actually, um, like. and and you know, yes, with with his passing, that was also Jackie Robinson Day uh, in Major mm-hmm. League Baseball. Oh, it was. Uh, oh, it was man. also Jack Kirby's birthday, and Jack Kirby uh, is. The uh, writer, along with Stan Lee, who created Black Panther. Oh, wow. okay. Um, so it was. It was. What's well, weird? How all that lined up, isn't it? Right. Uh, Cosmically. Well, I'm sure we'll be able to catch up on all those movies. Like they'll, most of these, like Am- Amazon and all that. Um, well, like usually when something happens like that, they'll play them all together, or you could rent them all you together. No, it's gonna be crazy that like how they play. Like the, <laughs> the Malcolm X movie, you know how people got tattoos of like Denzel Washington playing <laughs> yeah, Malcolm X. Yeah, I feel like, it's gonna be like eventually that. it's gonna happen with Thurgood. Like, yeah, look at like, my Jackie Robinson they tattoo. Like, they like commemorating. Yeah, like that's Chadwick Boseman. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a picture of him commemorate <laughs> yeah. Thurgood Marshall. I'm yeah. like, wait, that's not that's not yeah. the real. One. <laughs> I, I remember I tried to write a joke where I was talking about something about I was gonna get a Captain America tattoo, but it's just going to be just a picture of the guy that played what's that guy's name that Chris, Evans. Chris Evans yeah. like that's just Chris Evans like, it's a portrait of Chris it's Evans crazy. <laughs> people like I feel like they liked when I saw so many pictures of uh, people who got Denzel Washington as Malcolm X and that's, I'm just like do you hilarious. like that that Denzel played Malcolm yeah, X yeah he's like I like him more as <laughs> Malcolm <laughs> X intentionally it's just a big Den- it's Malcolm. either a big Denzel fan or just a big miscommunication I know, right? I'm like ooh okay <laughs> No, but um, I, I was gonna say maybe eventually down the road that his movies would be played like you know during Black History Month stuff yeah. like that because he played um, like I said Thurgood Marshall he also played uh, Jackie Robinson name? I don't no, know who oh yeah he singer. played uh, James Brown yeah James, James Brown damn I haven't seen that one either so yeah he played some iconic people and he was only forty three he played all those people. He he spent his time wisely. I saw somebody uh, post that, and I was like, "Man, you're not lying about that." He he spent his time picking stuff that he knew was gonna make yeah. an impact. He so seemed like a, a an intelligent person. I saw like like I said, all this stuff's coming out with him, like some interviews with him, and mm-hmm. I think that uh, did he go to Howard? Do you know? Oh uh, yes, he that did was go one to of the Howard. Schools. Yeah, they got pictures. I don't know how pe- people are on it. All that stuff's I'm coming talking out. About I saw how he looked when he was at Howard. I'm like, who? I know, right? <laughs> Who has this? Yeah, I saw an interview where he was uh, singing Grandma's Hands, the Bill Withers song, and I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, and yeah. And he actually had a pretty good voice for singing. Yeah. So it's just a tragic thing. But uh, when somebody like that passes, all we can do is remember the good mm-hmm. stuff about them and try to reflect and 
also look at our own health or especially right. at least i'm starting to look at it like i'm like damn colon cancer that's a serious thing man. And especially, especially at that age yeah, yeah especially at that age so and he seems like a healthy person i mean he was a thin you. man i mean if so if he had it if he's been battling this for four years he had it in his 30s late 30s yes late, and late i 30s. thought that when i when i did the math i was like so to be not even 40 yet they don't and even scream it. for it at, at they don't even scream yeah. for it at Mm-mm. that age. Even um, if it's hereditary, right? They don't. They don't tell you like, oh, really? hey, you need to. go. I've never heard. So that. you would just have to be like, I think I might something might be wrong. I need to go to because the doctor. Because I think I think they the only one I hear a lot is if uh say you have breast cancer or something. They like, oh, if it runs in your family, yeah, you, you could get it, it earlier mm-hmm. than than you know uh, what you assume would be a typical age range, but I never with colon cancer but like i said i've had a family member that had and i'm thinking like okay should that be like a thing now where yeah you need like to start close relatives yeah for it. Mm-hmm. especially uh if it's hereditary like that um like i don't know it's it's crazy a lot of stuff's going on in 2020 just in general and to add that to it it's just like oh this year needs to end, but I'm also afraid of what 2021 is going to be I'm like. Terrified. So, I know. I'm terrified. I'm like, <laughs> 2016 was like, I, I remember everybody was talking about 2016. Like, man, let's just this year be over. And then just, really? Yeah. 2016, a lot of stuff happened. A lot of people passed away that year too. I oh, think. Yeah, Famous people. Well, we got like a whole lot of stuff going on this year. Yeah. It's we're like, dealing with a fucking global pandemic. <laughs> just emotionally. We all need therapists. Yeah. <laughs> For free. <laughs> that should For be free. part of it next year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Also, uh, what else is going on? Y'all want to talk about? So, um, the NBA and and what's been going on with that. That I, uh, I, I was gonna like, say that day off. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I thought they were. I was like, day. I was like, oh, I guess the Mavericks aren't gonna play anymore. I mean, I guess this is it for the rest of the year. <laughs> for twenty four hours, everybody thought that yeah. that it was it. And then just all of a sudden, and I'm like, so it was like, what was it? Like Obama's the one that went and had conversations yeah, with them. Uh, uh, LeBron was actually ready, ready to be done. Yeah. Uh, and you know, as as the NBA goes, LeBron goes as the NBA goes. Uh, yeah. LeBron decides yeah, yeah, exactly. that, that it's over. Then you know, it's over. And because his voice carries more weight yeah. than and the than, Lakers and the Clippers, yeah. both of them. Right. And and they were done. Um, yeah. And uh, there was a lot of factors that went into that. It was it wasn't a uh, a decision that was collectively reached by the players the bucks mm-hmm. who we know they're the, the ones that started the, right, yeah. the shooting of of um jacob blake mm-hmm. um that was in uh wisconsin so mm-hmm. you know they they had made the decision uh to to go ahead and they had did it with the intent of forfeiting the game they they weren't uh yeah they're like we don't care about scheduling rescheduling or anything they're like this is what we're doing we're going on strike if this goes against us we stand by what we believe and the other teams kind of felt that was where a lot of the tension came from, though, is because the other teams felt backed into a corner because they weren't aware. So uh-huh. now they feel like, well, we have to support, you know, and, and we, we just know weren't ready. We, just yeah. weren't, we didn't know we were doing this. And so I feel like if everybody kind of it, maybe if, if the strategy was a little bit different and they've been like, hey, OK, so we just shooting you this idea that we're about to mm-hmm. do. Let us know. And then, because, you know, I feel like you, you'll you know when somebody's kind of, like, on the fence. Like, you, you'll you know, and then, then that kind of creates, like, a, a crack in what you're trying to do. And so, I mean, at least they tried. And, I mean, not to make fun of, I know I said it was a day off, but people literally thought that that this was going to be a thing. And I think they did try. 
Uh, but they like definitely got they, they got their point across for sure that this could very well yeah, happen. Yeah, but they should have just kept. It just sucks that they went back. I I mean, I think that if it, they would have just stuck it out. And like I think Jacob said, I, I kind of agree with what Jacob said. Like, if you have people that's uncertain, it just creates a crack. And then it's like you're going to have the wrong people. Like, well, you know, I mean, you know, trying to convince them, like, oh, mm-hmm. this ain't the right time. Or you're going to make it too political. Or you're going to do this and that. And then, you know, I, I wish if they probably would have just banded together and made that collective announcement, it had been completely different. But yeah, for sure. instead of everybody waiting, follow suit with mm-hmm. the yeah. LeBron and that. But we saw the 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 effect that it had on on all the sports leagues, though, mm-hmm. because after that happened, the NBA wasn't the only one. Every, uh, yeah, you know, baseball had a lot of teams make that decision. The NHL, who's in the middle of their own playoffs yeah. in, in their own bubble atmosphere, uh, they postponed games. The WNBA, who's been at the forefront yeah. uh, and has always been at the forefront mm-hmm. of social, uh, you know, social justice uh, issues, um, they they. They followed suit, but but to give them their credit, they've been leading the way, you know, for more. a long time. Well, they've been fighting for other I stuff just in general. Uh, exactly, uh, a whole lot of other things, but they don't get as much attention. I think now they are. Mm-hmm. They made a pretty powerful statement too with when they came out dressed with those shirts mm-hmm. uh, that had the seven shot wounds in the back. Man, ain't that that's, like powerful? It's intense, right it's there. Powerful, but um. It definitely gives you insight as to know that this could very well be a thing. Like, people should know that it's a possibility, like, when people get together, mm-hmm. like, the impact that they can have, even <coughs> if it was just for a short amount of time. But think about the things that they accomplished, too, in that short amount of time. Right. I mean, now uh, every arena, uh, every NBA arena is going to be a voting center. Um, yeah, so at least that came from, that stemmed from that, Which right? Is, amazing, is that what, right? Yeah. That came out after what they did, right? That came out after. There have been some. Uh, the um, American Airlines Center was already going to be doing it, but they had announced uh-huh. just a couple of days for that. And then LeBron uh, had been working with a couple uh, with the Dodger Stadium uh, and I believe the Staples Center were both going to do it. But to have every team – and Atlanta, I believe mm-hmm. Atl- Atlanta was the first one that announced they were going to do it. But to have every team um, – In every arena. Every arena do that. And think about how that would potentially impact um, – you know, not just on the NBA, but if you had football arenas, like if you had mm-hmm. Cowboy Stadium, wow. who did something, yeah. you know, similar. Um, I don't. It see might that be <laughs> no. Yeah, the NFL we don't is going to stay away from we, something we like that. We don't know, y'all. It would have to be the pa- it would have to be the players. It would have to be the labor to be like, we're not going to do this hey, unless y'all do this. We and don't then know. that's how you get stuff done, right? It takes one person. Look at LeBron. He busy. <laughs> he busy. Yeah, but LeBron <laughs> equals like. I would say forty percent of what the NBA. If like if all the players had a percentage, he's like forty percent. But the Cowboys is franchise. Don't they got some like very high paid players that they if do. they decide yeah. to to say something, wink, wink, hint, hint. The problem I is, mean, their I own, mean, their owner yeah. is a. Yeah, I don't know. Jerry Jones has been like dead for months. Like, <laughs> he's also up there too. Like I saw a picture of him recently. I was like, damn. We like, don't know that. Yeah. Like he's not running that team anymore. Like he can't be right. Like it's all Stephen Jones at this point. They, it has to be. Things may happen. Didn't they take? I mean, with the whole NBA thing, didn't they say it was okay after the fact that they had that? You know, kneeling. Mm-hmm. Because we talked about that in one of the previous episodes. I think that came after they did it, and they said that they would allow it as because of um, it wasn't to disrespect the the flag, you know, and people who fought for the country. It was 
a form of protest to police mm-hmm. brutality stuff like that so i mean the colin kaepernick thing don't I, I hope that it doesn't yeah well colin kaepernick thing he's in the nfl but i'm just saying like going forward maybe it'll take another stab at it and then see if yeah, they might allow cha- it yeah. don't change yeah something has to happen right yeah and and i think we're seeing especially you know this year now because uh, we've seen it even in colleges is, is players uh athletes are very much aware of the power mm-hmm. that they have um, yeah and so they're they're looking at that uh and they're using and they're and they're trying to to do more um and i think that that's something that you know is is moving forward that's something that owners need to have in mind and, and when mm-hmm. they they talk about things they want to do because you know players as they said with with the protests uh or with the strike that they went off for the games is mm-hmm. is we're not going to be a distraction we should yeah. not be a distraction from mm-hmm. from these type of shootings we don't want to be mm-hmm. and so that was um i think that with players realizing that that's the first step is that you know, that message though like letting that sink in mm-hmm. say if that was longer and, and that message would have really sunk in some people's minds. Yeah, once it let it start hurting actual people's pockets, mm-hmm. and then is when you'll be like, you know what? It's we've had enough of this. At least, if anything, they would have been more active in trying to uh, get uh, some, making sure no somebody in particular. I don't want to say the name gets reelected. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, I think. Well, you know, he has something to say about that. Huh. Has he been saying anything about the NBA? Uh, yeah. About what they did? Uh-huh. I don't know. I stopped he, he following thought, his Twitter. He made his comment about how it's being too political. But, I mean, of course he would say that. So, yeah, well. I mean. We no is. longer say that name in this It house. is what it is. Yes, yeah, the name that is can't be spoken. Yeah. For my Harry we'll Potter fans. Call him four, the we'll call him 45 asterisk. <laughs> In this house. <laughs> I think I think he uh, if there's one thing that that he does listen to his people about it's it's picking and choosing who to battle with though uh-huh. um, because battling with LeBron uh, he did that a little bit and and it, yeah. it didn't work out so um, you know athletes again they they they're fully aware uh, they know the power they have again you're seeing it with college athletes too mm-hmm. now who who have decided they're not gonna um, they're not gonna be free labor anymore. Yeah, it's yeah, you know, college athletes that can be a real sensitive subject when it comes to stuff like that because they always, I mean, I can understand the fear athlete. if they have like that, you know, contract mm-hmm. just shaking in front of their faces. Like if you mess up, then yeah, I mean, hey, it's but good the fact that gone. they make the colleges so much money, but they there's don't the, get but paid. think about Shit. probably think of the fear though. They probably don't even see it that way. I mean, they probably do now, but I'm just saying like school how much power the schools will have and be like okay if you mess up this one little bit we'll take it all away and they might not even have the resources to continue at some of these schools like some of these huge schools and that take on these uh athletes from high school and stuff like that that tuition alone probably is killer Mm -hmm. you know so it's but at least they know now if they stand as a team Instead of just yeah. one person. It's a lot like that documentary I watched that one time. It was about a bunch of like uh, ants who stood up to a bunch of grasshoppers. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> a bug's life? A bug's life. Yes, that's the one. Because one ant can't yeah. do it by themselves. Yeah, they were scared of the grasshoppers. But once all the ants got together, they're like, wait a minute. That's all it takes. <laughs> that's all it takes. 
they also only had four legs in that movie. I don't know if you ever <laughs> noticed that. I did not. Don't ants have six legs? No, in the movie say, ants, they had six it? legs. The one with Woody Allen, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And on Bugs Life, they only had four. Well, they had to make it different. Yeah. They're probably copyright. Because they came out the same time. <laughs> I yeah, they came so, around yeah. around the same time. I remember as my teacher took artist, me to go see that movie. As an artist, I'm thinking, did they like have a meeting and say, okay, so it's for copywriting cheaper. purposes, you're going to have to change this 10 to 15%. Yeah, <laughs> like if the ants like so learn. Take away two legs. Well, <laughs> they're like, hey, that's what the Simpsons do in all cartoons that have people. They don't have five fingers because of the animation cost. Oh. So they all only have four. It's the craziest thing if you ever think about that. Like why things are the way they are mm-hmm. yeah it's always gonna be an interesting story behind yeah. it but next time you see if y'all see bugs life just notice that they only have four legs because they're gonna be like it's too similar to our movie yeah. 10 to 15 percent i literally can't believe i, I n- never noticed that until right I now and i'm just sitting here like he's crazy behind <laughs> we'll be the person to i notice. just always remember that movie because i went <laughs> my teacher took me it was just me and her it was That's really weird crazy. uh <laughs> She also took me to El Chico after that. She's like, you like Mexican food? I was like, this is not Were Mexican Were you the food. only person? Huh? Yeah, it was just me and her. She huh. also took me to go see. How uh, old were you? Fourth grade, I think. Oh, okay. She took me to go see, uh, what's that movie? The Prince of Egypt. Do you remember oh, that movie? I love that movie. Yeah, she took me to go see Did that one, win, too. win, like, around the world or something? Huh? Like, the, those math games we used to play? Probably. Like, it was something. that It was either uh, good behavior or I you? got good grades or some shit. I don't know. Oh, see, these, these are long-time friends, yeah. so he, when he asked that question, that was personal. <laughs> what really happened? Hey, you? You sure? Yeah, yeah. let's talk about this after, though. <laughs> That's messed up. But uh, my bad, I didn't mean to derail the conversation uh-uh. talking about Bugs Life, where we're talking about, you know, collective bargaining and labor, labor strikes and... All well, that, that could jazz. play into it now. You know, maybe on the next Pixar movie, they only have three legs or, or two legs. Right. <laughs> yeah. They got to keep them different. You have to ke- keep mixing it up, right? It's crazy how that Pixar movies uh, have, uh, like, basically took over the animation movies, right? Like, did does Pixar More make, like, all those other movies? Like, uh, which ones have they made? You they Toy they Story, Pixar. right? Yeah. yeah. That was their first, was that that the was first their, one. Their, their very but you, first you can tell the difference, though. Like, uh, the animation style is different. It looks almost more, I don't want to say. Like, what do you mean? Pixar's gotten better or just from, like, I just want to say, like, other yes, animation? like, mm. their, their animation style is different. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, the way that their images look. You can almost okay, tell like, when something is a Pixar movie. Like DreamWorks also makes movies like that. They look, they're not almost like 3D looking kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Like, so what are you saying? Like Pixar is like differentiating from other Pixar movies or just like Pixar? Just like Pixar. Movies that aren't Pixar. Pixar like movies Ice in Age. general. Is P- Ice Age a Pixar movie? Yeah. I don't think so. No. Is it DreamWorks? That might be DreamWorks. DreamWorks. Which one is the one with the bouncy lamp? That's, that's Pixar. Pixar. Yeah, it's yeah, Pixar. Yeah, Pixar. Pixar. Is it? Yeah, I say just Pixar. No, Dream, no, no, no. DreamWorks is the thing that, like, it literally like says DreamWorks. Right? Yeah, and yeah. it has the little yeah. Yeah. Okay. Toy Story first one. What came after that? Toy Story two. And Toy, Toy Story three. But like, what other <laughs> Pixar movies? Because Bugs Life is a Pixar movie, right? Bugs Life was one of the earlier ones. Yeah, I do yeah. know that. But it looked really different though. Like, I like the animation style. It looked On like three D almost. For like Toy Story and all those movies, mm-hmm. yeah, I thought it was really cool when it came out. Yeah, 
I remember watching Toy Story the first time because my uncle rented it. And my uncle was like really into like scary movies and stuff. So he bought it thinking the toys were evil. And he was really disappointed when he found out it was like a kid's movie. Where kids did movie. he get that from? I don't know. Maybe like, told him the, the plot line from Sid's perspective. And <laughs> yeah, maybe. I was like, he's like, I like that Sid character. What They need to show him more. Uh, <laughs> now, my uncle was like really into like scary movies and stuff. Like he used to have a Chucky doll, like an actual live like Chucky doll. And one time I stayed at my grandma's. He used to live at my grandma's. And when I woke up, he had put the Chucky doll in the bed with me. Like, like after we person. had seen the movie. Oh, no. Yeah. He's crazy like that. The uh, type of person that even just goes to buy a Chucky doll just That's, to have. Yeah, it's a particular type of person, probably. True. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> may he rest in peace, uh, my uncle. Uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, yeah, Toy Story is a great movie. Uh, I don't know. Everybody talks about they cried at the last one. I did. I know I did. Toy Story 4? For Toy Story 4 or 3? Which one's the, the one the with very that last weird, one? The one that had the key and because, peel was funny. Because I felt like that was four, yeah. I felt yeah, like okay. the more and more it started getting like it started kind of getting more adult, like him and um Bo Bo Peep. Oh yeah. And I was like, they had a relationship the whole time, and I didn't even know. It, it was like seeing that, mm-hmm. and I think like well, I guess as children, you you it might not seem. It kind of alluded I mean, to that, though. They're like, yeah. oh, but it's like for, Woody. But for adults, though, I feel like, oh, my gosh, you know. you know. And she was, like, asking Woody, like, come with me. Be with me. And we can be free together. What is it? What What did she call the type of toys that they were? What was that? The last that one? Was a f- that was four. That was four. Yeah. What happened on that one? Uh, I don't. Woody left his friends. Yeah. Is that what happened she, at the end? He yeah. went to go I be with remember. his woman. Yeah, he his he went to go be with his lady. They had RC, right? Or they were riding around on a little... RV. Uh, I can't, why can't I remember it? And we just watched it. There's somebody in their car right now really mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but no. Which one's the one with the prospectors? Is that the first That's one? That's the second That's one. That's the second one. Second oh, one. my gosh. Third why are you one? so behind? Look, there's four of them. I'm the just third, trying to remember. It's been a long time since i seen Weren't they in a school at one That's point? That's one with that pink thing, right? Yeah, that, that was uh, with, the Barbie the with the Barbie dolls. With the Barbie and Ken dolls. Okay. Yeah, that was Hugs a lot. That was... It's been a while because that was a, a first date for my daughter's mom and I that we went to watch that movie. Oh, uh, for this real? was before my daughter was even born. How yeah. old is your daughter now? Nine. Uh, oh, wow. so it was a long time ago. So yeah, that that was our first date and I remember it because you know, that was the first time I watched that movie, so we get to the end and You're like, she Andy gives away me. his toys. <laughs> I feel like the <laughs> yeah. fourth I feel like the fourth one wasn't really made for children. Because when I look back on it. Oh, that wasn't Andy? No. I thought it was Andy all This is about up. Woody trying to get his lady. Yeah, that fourth one was, was kind of a lot different from the other ones. Yes. But the third one was the one where Andy was growing up and he gave away his toys. Mm, and so, To that girl. So I got like, I'm on a first so, date and I'm like looking at her trying not to yeah. try not to cry. And, uh-huh. uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. I grew up with Toy Story. And my mom texted me yeah. and she said that she cried. And I've never seen my mom cry before. Uh-huh. It was that fourth one. For the third one? For the third one, yeah. Oh, dang. That fourth one was really very emotional. They find a way in a Tom Hanks soothing voice. It makes you. (laughs) And, like, he reached out. Bo Peep got him. That was it for me. That's the one that touched you. Yep, it did. I was like, oh, they go. Going. What is, it, is there? What, like, what other, like, uh, Disney movies or just movies in general have, like, made y'all tear up? Mm-hmm. Uh, Good Dinosaur. And I, a lot of these, I haven't I have, seen that one. Yeah, because uh, I know you have a daughter, so you yeah. have to watch a lot of them, right? <laughs> you know, I, I, if anything, I probably make her. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I can, but if anybody asks, I can use her as a, you know. Yeah. As a, but uh, uh, Good Dinosaur, I think Inside Out. Uh, Damn, I haven't seen any of Coco. those. Coco. 
Oh, Coco, yeah, Coco made me tear up for yeah. sure. At the end when he's singing to his grandma or yeah. to Grandma Coco. Oh, that's not his grandma, to his great grandma yeah. when he's singing to her or whatever. She's like, Papa. That was a really good one. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was. That was pretty, uh, that was a good one. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know Lion, why I wanted The, the Lion, Lion King, King obviously, for me, yeah. But I. You know, I was real the little when I started. The was Beyonce one. <laughs> no, the the animation yeah, one, like that, yeah, the like Beyonce the, one was like I, I didn't like that like one. Like the '90s one yeah. that I saw, and then like that introduction to to death. I mean, outside of Bambi, I never watched Bambi on thing. Uh, but yeah. so that so that was my first introduction. You never watched like, Bambi? Uh uh-uh. uh. Really? No, I need to. I know I'm like. 30 and i haven't seen bambi and i'm just like i think most people are like yeah so that was like when i first like understood what death was and i'm like i, I don't really? i've never seen it and they were like what <laughs> i was like so, but the lion you just King, know though. of bambi though right like yeah. what happened and everything yeah like the mom died yeah. or something i think but I that's all i know it. i just always remember that the mom died i yeah. don't, can't remember anything and else. so i'm like i think it's like dealing with yeah. passing away so i got there from the lion king and it was so sad and i was just like oh like the, sim- the Simba, yeah, Simba being like, uh, wake up. Yeah, and, and all the guilt and stuff. And yeah. his uncle, I'm like, everybody got that uncle that get on their nerves. And be like, uncle, why you got to be like this now? I, think of it. I don't know if everybody has like an uncle scar. Like <laughs> yeah, that's uh, actively trying to kill yeah. him. No, not that part, though. Not yeah. that part, though. That shady uncle <laughs> that's always up to something, but you're not quite sure. <laughs> like, uncle, what's, what's going on? Good old scar. <laughs> Uh, now that I think about it, though, there are some parallels to that movie in my family. Right. <laughs> it's some adults that's yeah. like extra shady. You'd be <laughs> like, so. <laughs> hey, people be backstabbing. Some people get jealous or I don't know what Scar's deal was. It depends on which perspective you want to approach it. He was that he was that <laughs> that mess up <laughs> in the family, the black yeah, sheep. Yeah, he literally was went with all the people that. uh you know, Mufasa told Simba not to associate with, and those exactly. were the people he hung out with. He hung out with the hyenas. He told him not to hang out with his uncle. He was like, you don't go over there. Yeah. He was like, why? It's, it's uncle. Oh, man. Um, that, the new one, uh, the one with the Beyonce, I wasn't the biggest fan of it because uh, it was kind of weird looking to me. I don't know why. I thought Timon and Pumbaa were funny. Uh, the uh, Seth Rogen character, but the it was movie okay. overall, it was like ah, I, cartoon. It, it was, was cool to see, like yeah. the to see what it was like. But I feel like um, you just don't get certain things like what you get out of animation, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, I like Jungle Book a lot though. I actually was watching that earlier today. Yeah, I like that one better, the live action Jungle Book. Oh, one. okay. But that also be might be one of my favorite movies, just in general. I think that was easier to pull off though, because yeah. he's literally in the jungle, mm-hmm. a human, yeah, with animals. No, I always look up so. to the Baloo character, and that's how I base my entire personality around. Yeah, mm-hmm. Dude, the live action or that the animated <laughs> one? Uh, just a, <laughs> a little of both. Yeah, just yeah, just a lot of hibernation, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I call you Snorlax. Yeah, she. Uh, I don't know why Pokemon. she calls me that. Yeah, cause because it takes a flute to wake me up, or what? <laughs> huh? It takes a alarm, but <laughs> even then, yeah, bucket of water. Uh, <laughs> you just roll over. Oh yeah, see, she put my business all out there, dude. You see, see how she does me. I think the Jungle Book was the first, the first movie I ever saw at the uh, Irving AMC. Uh, Actually the went. the live action one yeah, too yeah yeah I went with Carlos and but we went at oh, like for midnight yeah. y'all just midnight. go to movies all the time we, yeah together. but we went at like midnight for some reason and there were it was just nothing but like 
parents with their kids. Yeah. Uh, and me and Carlos is by ourselves. <laughs> and so everybody's just looking at us. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, my daughter's, my daughter's mom needs <laughs> to drop her off. She's late. <laughs> yeah. Just trying not to seem creepy at all. They're not even saying anything. You're just saying it out loud. You're like, oh, when's that kid going to come back with the popcorn? Yeah. <laughs> uh, at the end of the movie, he's like, you might want to go find your daughter, sir. Um, oh, my God. Nah, that was an adult movie, I think, too. Like, uh, I always thought so. The Kid and Ju- You? Jungle Book? Yeah. I, I mean, Jungle Book, uh, that's an old-ass cartoon just like movie. About like, a, 70s, I think. Just like it was it? probably a whole lot of adults that went to go see Toy Story that didn't have children. Also true. So, yeah. I mean. So, we're justified in watching kids' movies and talking us, about kids' movies. Us, like, late 80s and, and 90s, like, early 90s kids, I feel like we kind of changed the game because we will go to the theater to watch The Jungle Book or Toy Story. Uh-huh. We ain't necessarily got to have no kids. We just enjoy. Also, <laughs> like, if you have, like, classics. little cousins or nephews and stuff that watch, nieces and nephews that watch, like, a lot of those kids' movies, mm-hmm. you're going to be around. Like, I, I still have not seen the movie... Uh, uh, what's that? The one with the freezing girl? The Frozen. Frozen. I still haven't seen that. I want to go see that in the movie theater, but you did. <laughs> I said I would. Oh yeah. But if you had a kid, you would have to. <laughs> now I would have went to go see. Um, I wanted to when they had the first black Disney princess. The frog. The princess, princess and the frog. frog. Yeah. I wanted to go see that just because I wasn't gonna take nobody. Uh-huh. I was just gonna go, <laughs> just to go. <laughs> And I'd be like, yeah. no, I'm taking my niece. No, I just wanted yeah, to go. Yeah, this is the kid in me that wants to watch this I know. movie. I was about to say, I waited for this. I just recently saw that movie Up. I had never seen that movie Oh, that's before. a good one. Oh, yeah. That was a good one, yeah. Yeah, that was real good. I, that one made me kind of tear up a little with bit. The, with like, the grumpy. Oh, the grumpy. The old man yeah. kind of thing. Um, <laughs> I don't know how the hell we got. We I started through, talking about Bugs Life, all, and then it just turned into a Toy Story. Now we know the difference, the six and the four legs. Like, uh change it up a little bit what's been going on with you jacob like i know that i did notice if y'all don't know jacob is on twitter at uh what is your twitter uh, just first and last name jacob torres o2 jacob torres o2 and he was recently uh retweeted by one of your uh i guess was it what is shay serrano to you oh man uh i i jokingly say that he's a, a hero of mine but in in you know honestly he is mm-hmm. though um i think just because uh you know, overall, you, you look at his feet and you look at the things that he's done for people, especially during this pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he recently talked about uh, how much money that him and uh, it's called the uh, FOH Army. Yeah, um, the fuck out of here yeah, army, right? Yeah, uh, has has donated it and, and given away in the causes that they've they've done to to help people. Yeah. Um, so I. Uh, um, you know, I, I, I look at that and that's definitely an inspiration for me um, because that's something that, that I aspire to do. You know, I want to help people and, mm-hmm. and, and I, I want to do the things that, that I can do to, you know, help people who, whether they're less fortunate or whether they're just going through things that we not we might not be aware of um, or just to yeah. give them Espe- some type especially, of inspiration. Yeah, especially right now with everything going on. And, yeah, I do see that he's constantly tweeting about uh, – or people are tweeting at him and he's all like, yo, send me your cash app. And he's like sending them actively sending them money and stuff like that. Uh, you yourself, I saw that you've been like trying to help out, uh, teachers going back to school now that school has been starting back up and you've been, uh, what is it that you've been giving them or what? Um, well it, it started out just, um, 
you know, I, I was fortunate. Uh, I caught a, a Amazon uh, restock uh, of uh, wipes, uh, and I was having a conversation with somebody um, who had told me that that was on their their list of school supplies uh-huh. for their kids, um, and I didn't even think about that uh, as as far as you know, teachers going back to to classes and just things like that that we don't even think about. Mm-hmm. For one, how hard it is for us to get just in our house, but for them, yeah. you know, having kids and, and being around and the uncertainties that I'm sure that, that they're dealing with right now. And all them kids touching all that shit, different yeah. things they need especially, to be wiping stuff down constantly. Especially the young ones, the babies. Yeah. Because we already know, you know, nurses in, in hospitals where, you know, they mm. didn't have proper PPE. Yeah. So thinking about how our schools are going to be. Um, so it, it, it just kind of started from there, just, you know, giving, you know, just hitting up some people, um, asking if, if, you know, they needed something like that and uh, I had a few people DM me and and so I've you know started delivering that um, for no charge for people just you know anything I can do to help and then from there it, it just kind of turned into uh, people uh, either sending me their list or me asking them if, if there's anything that they needed uh, on an Amazon wish list or something like that um, trying to just do something small for them because again I know that the times that we're living in right now, there's a lot of uncertainty. I'm sure a lot of teachers are, are worried about going back to, to the campus or going back to mm-hmm. classes and being around students like that. And um, so anything that we can do to, to help, I think right now is the important, the important, uh, important time to do that. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And if there's anybody listening and if y'all have the uh, hookup on wipes or what else do teachers wipes, need? Wipes, face masks, hand sanitizer, 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 all that stuff. Lysol uh, wipes. Hit us oh, up like at Essential see? Nonsense Pod, and uh, we can link you up with Jacob, and uh, he can help you uh, divide that up and send it out if you really want to help out. Let him be a blessing to your life. Hell yeah. And uh, to get back to what we we're talking about with uh, Shea Serrano, because uh, he is somebody I also look up to because he's, first off, he's a Mexican-American writer. All right. And he's like from San Antonio, which is his only downfall. Uh, you know, <laughs> he's a big Spurs guy, and that's the what you shade. tweeted, I think, exactly. Yeah, like Jacob tweeted, "What'd you what'd you say?" You said something because the Mavericks have made it to the playoffs, yeah, and the Spurs didn't. The and you Spurs said have been in the playoffs almost last twenty one years. <laughs> yeah, uh, so this was the first time they went. And so I had just mentioned that the Mavs were playing that the Mavs were playing tonight, but I didn't see the Spurs on the schedule. So yeah. I asked if he could tell me what uh, what time the Spurs uh-huh. were playing. Just yeah, I saw he retweeted and he was like, fuck you or some shit like that, like, right? Well, he didn't say like that. He was that, a friendly a, guy. Like. Yeah, expect a court summons or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then from there, my, my Twitter feed uh, kind of blew up a lot uh-huh. uh, as far as, you know, uh, people either retweeting it or people just responding back to me. Yeah. And, and it was mostly good nature, even Spurs fans. No, um, yeah, for sure. I think that uh, they know. I mean, shit. Yeah. Four championships. Is it four? Yeah. Something like that. They, four or they, five, I think. They, uh, I respect Tim Duncan and those Spurs teams. You know what I'm saying? Like I hated them when the Mavericks played them, but uh, it's just because we're Mavericks fans. We have to be like that. You're uh, reaching the big times on right. Twitter, yeah. like so Hitting you're so you're that person that people take a screenshot of uh-huh, and repost yeah, and, and be like, yeah, probably been reposted and, be, and then type that part or yeah. something like that. Like uh-huh. I, yes. I'm with uh-huh. a, a celebrity now. <laughs> but uh, uh, like I said, Shay is uh he's Mexican American writer. I first like heard of him because he wrote that was it for the ringer i think he wrote like a like a an article or an essay about uh like uh mace the rapper mm-hmm. you know talking about mm-hmm. and on that i don't know if you ever heard that harlem world cd there's a song on there it's called 24 hours to live 
and like there's a bunch of different rappers on there and then he like wrote like an essay out individually breaking down every single verse of like what rappers would do with 24 hours really? to live and stuff it was pretty funny can can i give like a a random fact that i found out what so apparently like i was listening to a a, a youtube vlog uh-huh. and brandy supposedly dated mace oh, i didn't know real? that i was like whoa that was crazy yeah, but go ahead. M-A when you, dollar when, sign when you said basically, then like it said reportedly the reason why they didn't work out is because he wasn't taking a relationship serious and she wasn't For serious real. either. <laughs> I was like, I can see that. At he that didn't that have time. any money probably because P Diddy <laughs> took like his publishing. And it, I uh, think yeah, when they were young, I think it was when they were pretty young. Yeah. and I was just like, who who's gonna really take that, that shit? For real, yeah. Music Y'all yeah, are like young yeah. and making money. I think that was when he was kind of at the height of his career, like both of them. And I'm like, y'all ain't gonna, mm. neither one of y'all gonna take stuff serious. But go ahead. Yeah, I they're just, in the I just thought about that. all the time. You no, know, I, I just thought that. that that was cool that he wrote that out because I was also a Mace fan from when I was a kid because of that album. My older brothers and my cousins used to listen to it all the time, and uh, when I saw read it, I thought it was really funny. And also, I bought one of his books, the uh, Basketball and Other Things yeah. one, and I thought that one was really interesting. And then George, he has a, a friend of mine, George, has the the book Movies and Other Things. And when I was at his house, I was actually reading it, and there was, like, one of the stories or something in there was talking about when he worked at CeCe's Pizza and he, how he was Who, like, Mace? Nah, oh, this guy Shay that we're talking about. Oh, my I'm still on Mace. <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh yeah, my bad. Because Mace worked at CC while he was rapping. No wonder Brandy didn't want his ass. I was like, it makes sense now. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. There's always uh, a Brandy fact on every yeah, episode of the We've talked about Moesha quite a bit, and uh, don't worry when girlfriends come on, we, we'll talk about that. I talk about that. Well, girlfriends is gonna come on. Yeah, September the first, I think. Yeah, or September something. For real? Yeah, it's coming. To Netflix. Tracy Ellis. My is it Tracy Ellis Ross or Tracy Ellen Ross? Ch- Tracy Ellis, Ellis Ross. Ross. That show was pretty good from what I can vaguely remember. Yeah. I just remembered watching it. and uh, It's going to hit different because I'm an adult. What's his name? Frazier was like a producer of that show. Which is still strange to me that when you told me that. And <laughs> I'm like. That's pretty cool. He's pretty insightful uh, yeah. at least. Yeah, you he know? seems uh, to be a well-rounded person. But uh, anyways, what were we talking about again? I forgot. I'm sorry how I messed up. How I messed up. It's all my shit. All right. I was like, we still on Mace. Yeah. I got another one. Not once we get this, uh, once this podcast blows up, there's gonna be like a, a YouTube. Some fans gonna be like, every time Sherry mentions Brandy, there's gonna be like 300 episodes of just. Also, do you know Brandy and Monica having their verses on Monday, like this upcoming Monday? And now I'm done. I'm done. Who's gonna win? I'm personally like a fan of both, but I really do like Brandy. What's Brandy's one song that I mean I'm not too familiar with either one of their sitting music in my much. room. Uh, uh, have you ever full moon? Yeah, I'm what's just the real of, famous Brandy one? Can you, I come have, over? Have you ever? That boy's mine was Monica and Brandy. A lot of people know that one. Uh, that boy is mine. Oh, okay. That, yeah, that's Monica. Know that. Monica I think they and played Brandy. that at our sixth grade dance. Yeah, I can see. I, can, I know. Yeah. We were very young when that song came out. It's crazy. but You're going to watch it Monday night? Absolutely. Huh. I might have to check in on that. Uh, Brandy. Uh, uh, there's one. I know she made a song with Kanye West I really like. Well, it was used to not be my favorite song, but then like after a while, I was like, this song's really good off the late registration album. You know what I'm talking about? It grows on you. Yeah. 
Good old Brandy. Okay, now I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> Back to San Antonio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck San Antonio. Um. Yeah, what else were we back, back to Mr. Serrano. <laughs> we probably should we probably should be wrapping this podcast up soon anyways. Uh, Some of the, the the Luis uh, comedy career opening uh, up uh, in San yeah. Antonio. Yeah, that's where I first did stand up. Yeah. I think oh, we wow. talked about it last episode. Where me and you where I was telling you how I did an Obama ordering a sandwich. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, you were there too, right? It was for Fiesta, yeah. Yeah. Because we, we went to Fiesta like almost every year. I think, until, yeah, we went like four years in a row, until right? Until we all, st- I want to say after we all legally could be allowed to drink is when we kind of stopped going. Yeah, because we're going. The I don't even think down. I was 21. Yeah. <laughs> the thrill was, was no 21. longer present. Yeah. They did, I, yeah, I think they had changed like the, the ordinances of what you could and couldn't do. Yeah. And it just wasn't as fun anymore. And No, and plus we would get real drunk and eat all that was that's always my eat drink and just i got real sick that last time we went i think that was i was like yeah i'm not gonna come back because we were playing marco polo (laughs) in the swimming pool (laughs) and we all had a beer and like water from the pool kept getting in my beer can like an idiot and i just kept drinking and i just got like really sick it's a big d yeah (laughs) i had to drop it like it's hot a few times so you know how that goes Actually, like, Why it, do you sucks. Your story? it sucks. It sucks getting diarrhea when you're like somewhere where you're like in, with the intention of party. There was like one instance where, like, after me and Sharia got married, I had told her this because uh, early on, me and her, we went to go see Leon Bridges at the Windstar Casino, yeah. right? And we had got a hotel room, and we had these tickets to this like uh, pool party thing, right? And like, so me and Sharia are at the pool, and. uh man this is like our first getaway as a couple and uh i got really sick and she had no idea i just had to keep going to the restroom she was like oh, i'm about to go i was like i'll be right back i'm gonna go <laughs> yeah. grab something and then yeah. i'd be gone and i'd come back and did then you I ever just... did you ever think anything suspicious yeah you I didn't figured, know though I at figured, the time I though right you might have been sick nah, but because when like, i told you recently you're sure, like for, for sure. real but because like i kind of played it out because you kept drinking and I think he was trying to throw me off. And I'm like, so you sat up there and you kept drinking despite well, being very well, sick. Here's the thing. Like, okay, I, I have a, a background in, like, alcohol. <laughs> like, crazy. I just drink a lot, right? Because I was always working a lot. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to party just were, as hard as I work. And uh, so, but when I started, sweat, though. But like, when I started so dating you. It was different. <laughs> it was like, you sweat. Oh, yeah. It but was, your sweat was, like, thick. I was like, are you okay? <laughs> Okay, coming back because I was I was in there. I was like, oh god, oh god, and I just had to keep like there was no I had no baby wipes. I had to keep getting paper towels, putting some water on there, and like patting my asshole because it's so fucking. Uh, okay, <laughs> this is too much. This is where people just cut it off. They're like, we're done. No, but what I'm saying though is that when I met Charier, uh, I used in I used to drink a lot, right? And uh, everybody I had talked to prior to that was that I would date or we'd go out was also probably a heavy drinker so when i got with charier when we go somewhere i'd order a bunch of alcohol assuming that she was also going to drink as much as me and she did not drink at all so i would find myself drinking all the drinks and that particular night i was sick but i ordered two pitchers of margaritas Which strawberry was, margaritas no, I, was like, yeah, no she'll like, I was like she'll no like no this sleep. right blah 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 i had no idea i could just easily asked her what she wanted but instead of filling your stomach with alcohol so then like i got two pitchers of margaritas and then like we're sitting there by the Whoa. pool 
And then yeah, I was just like, man, I'm I'm like, you don't want no more of these margaritas. You're like, nah, I'm good. And I was like, I'm not gonna let these go to waste because they're yeah, expensive. That's what he said. I'm like, why would you buy that much? <laughs> was what I asked him. I think. So yeah, not only did I have diarrhea, I also drank a lot of margaritas. He was probably was also like, contributing. And that was our before. first night staying together, like on a getaway thing. So yeah, but anyways, yeah, we're married now. So yeah, she say, still loves it, me. It all worked out. So <laughs> yeah. I'm still with you. I, yeah, I guess that's what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> yeah, just be yourself, dude. Well, no, what not to do? See what you, you, know, see do what you or just be real discreet and hide it as much as you can, just despite even how much more you alcohol. Sweat. Despite how yeah, you feel. why do we keep stopping at these buckies and QT? I <laughs> uh, gotta get some more gas. You're like, you didn't pump any gas. Like, nah, I just I gotta go. You know, luckily I didn't ask a lot of questions. Yeah, I didn't I ask you, did. you a lot You're, of questions. I think you knew a little bit. Yeah, I was going through a lot, it wasn't and a uh, I was like. Yeah, whatever. It might be now. This is it. Was that was that your first time dating a Hispanic or an an alcoholic? (laughs) (laughs) Alcoholic. It's a bit redundant right there. Hispanic and alcoholic. Yeah, Uh, but nah, not all Mexicans are drunks. That's a a tired stereotype. Just this one. All right, people. (laughs) Not no more. Nah, I don't even drink that much at all. Dino, my homeboy Dino, was like all messing with me. He's like, man, you can't even hang anymore. He's like, you changed, bro. Like, You're nah. like, yeah, my liver don't <laughs> yeah, hurt no like, more. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like that gastritis when I had to go to the hospital. I, I was like, all right, like I don't have John this anymore. You're <laughs> well, right. <laughs> I think quarantine's gonna get us all like that though. Like the first time we start like actually going out, because I think I had like five five beers on a on a conference, like on a video uh-huh. on a Zoom call, uh, and uh, you know I was acting like I wasn't bothered at all, but like behind the scenes, like, yeah. I, was, I just lightly just. Uh, be knocking them out. I'm like, all right, yeah. I like, was, I was pretty faded. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, we we don't we hadn't gone out to go anywhere to go uh-uh. drink. We got we this just, whole bar set up set over up here. Our own little bar. And uh, like we're from Mad Men. It's <laughs> yeah. that kind of bar set up. Yeah, I'm gonna just take up smoking cigarettes just to set the mood. I know. Yeah. I don't know how I got that. That's exactly that how it goes. Good. It was pretty good. good. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know why he's falling. Right? We're like, shows I know he makes you watch. <laughs> no, I don't make her watch. She actually introduced like me to Mad Men. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I watched stuff for the clothing. She introduced me to Mad Men uh, because, like I said, Sharia would just watch random ass stuff sometimes. And I, I came home. She's like, I'm watching Mad Men. And I was like, all right, cool. It, and then I was just like, damn, this show's good. It is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, I watched it for a different reason. I mean, the storyline isn't bad, but well, I also like the clothing, too. The guy who c- created it is Matthew, a guy named Matthew Weiner, who was also a writer on The Sopranos. And, of course, I was a big Sopranos fan, so I was like, ah, this show's pretty good. But, yeah, yeah the fashion. Yeah. And, oh, I'll have to check it out then. Because, you the know, um, it was actually <laughs> like a clothing company that recreated it based off of Mad Men. Was it Banana Republic? I want to say that's. They had created a line inspired by Mad Men. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's a their. It's just all suits. That. Like, people that shop at Banana just, get mad. I was gonna yeah. say that's like their entire clientele. Like, <laughs> like, so it wasn't hard to do first up, but they they did it well, based it's, off of it's, that. It's fashion for like, like it was a line inspired. Yeah, mm. but it was cool though. Like I thought that was kind of. What was it about the fashion that you like? Um, mainly like the women's fashion. Like mm. I feel like some stuff. 
doesn't go out of style like the little tea dresses. That was like the Jackie Kennedy era. Yeah. 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 Real timeless. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I'm about to say, because all the guys kind of look the same. They all wore suits. Yeah, but the suits are oh, different. Madison like, Avenue looking. Like when I was first going into like fashion and we had to study the history and I'm like, men's fashion is so boring because they all look the same like you throw in one you throw in one button take out a button is is single breasted is double breasted all the same but when you look at it it, it has like small nuances so uh-huh. you have to follow it and you'll really notice it but to the naked eye you probably like think the same thing stuff yeah Mm. Yeah, like the the length, the cut, the way it fits, if it's baggy, if it's tighter, stuff like that. How like, do you feel about men's fashion now? Um, Like the current men's fashion is definitely the most bold I've never seen. And I had to do fashion <laughs> she history. Strictly at me. Like, like <laughs> no, 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 I'm just saying because well, Jacob, Jacob is a, a, I feel like he's a person. fashionable person. Yeah. But like just from my personal standpoint, like I don't think I've ever seen it as maybe the 70s it was like the 60s and the 70s was pretty crazy yeah. but i think right now is in competition with like the 60s and the 70s well, like we, it's, it's I just think a me you had a conversation one time where we were talking about like what separates uh because i want to say i went somewhere with you where you're shopping and it was so cheap the clothes were so cheap mm-hmm. like where you could buy so much clothes but when i feel like men Clothing, clothing is starting to get to that point to where it's not even you don't have to wear a brand you don't have to wear nothing necessarily you can just buy a variety of clothes and it's all about how you kind of accessorize even, yep. that clothing even brands now like like uh, heavy brands don't don't uh, put a lot of of their branding on their clothes now like they yeah because they, they know they leave it pretty vague or they leave it pretty mm-hmm. basic because that's kind of the way that the the style is going it, it's more in style now to to not show your labels and and by yeah. not showing your labels you're showing your label somehow but yeah. you know and and um, oh there's probably like other like subtle ways like where you know like if it's like a really good polo like if it's purple yeah. label or something yeah. like that maybe it's got something specific on the collar or like with gucci you know it's the, those three little colors or whatever it's not actually a logo but you know that it's gucci right. yeah. yeah that's pretty cool and it, with men's fashion you know it, it's i think now we live in a time where it's um i i, I try to take my fashion serious because i think that it's it's my creative outlet uh-huh. i guess um you know yeah you, it's 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 comedy and, uh-huh. and being extraordinarily handsome yeah um, i appreciate that um <laughs> for both thank y'all. you for lighting them up for, thank y'all for You're telling me that up. thanks <laughs> i was waiting on like, him get them all fired up I, I, know, right. me in the ass. I was waiting on him to say it back but he never did <laughs> 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 oh he ain't gonna give it back he's like oh i well, thank you yeah. thank you <laughs> no but uh, <laughs> uh you know it i so you know, there there are a lot of different things that you could do. Whereas the seventies, that was kind of the fashion. It's, you know, you wear suits and uh, literal like uh, spandex. Uh, what do you want to say, leotards and stuff like that. Have you seen some of the like the performers, like funk bands and stuff, and and dudes mm. that used to, like disco era, like very untraditional type of stuff. Showing the chest, showing yeah. the chest, yeah, platform with the shoes, platform shoes, tight pants. Mm-hmm. I mean, we getting back to that. Yeah, like kind of playing oh, I've been on with the skinny jeans era for, for ten years. <laughs> and, you know, some people, it's kind of going away people, from skinny jeans and stuff now too. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, fat it guy changes. fashion is barely catching up to what was cool a few years ago. But it's because they needed to, you know, Y'all just catch a, up. A big overhaul. Like it was, it was time. Thankfully, kind of thank get God. caught up some. Because they, I mean, there there are definitely errors. Um, I think you know, for the last 
previous to this, it was it was definitely sneakers and and you know minimalist. Yeah, Kanye West mm-hmm. has a huge impact on the way fashion trends. Yeah, not just because I definitely of, see that. Yeah, not sure. just because of what he does, but because the people that are around him. You look at the people mm-hmm. that were around him in 2010. Uh, like Virgil Abloh, Just Dawn, uh, the impact that they have on street world. Now Virgil, he had his own line, and now he's the uh, head of uh, creative at Louis Vuitton. Um, and those were people mm-hmm. that were in that kind of circle. They were with Kanye so, around that time. That's pretty cool. You know, some of the stuff that I see Kanye do now, I'm like, I, there's no way I would mm-hmm. ever wear that or, or try to pull that off. But Well, so I feel like uh, I saw a lot more of his inspiration with just colors in general. Like all those little, like almost like off color pastel colors. Do you know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about? Yeah, neutrals. Yeah, yeah. neutral. Is that what it's called? Neutral yeah. colors? Yeah. I mean, like neutral, what, neutral neutrals mean? is like white, beige, cream, well, okay, yeah, you know, like um, cream. But they're like just a little bit off, kind of. Like they look almost like it's like faded a little yeah. bit. And it just it looks pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Pastels are like. Those are like the brighter pastels colors. Pastels are like what? any color, like pink, where it's like very, very muted, like very, very light. Or like uh, Charrier like schooled me on some fashion stuff about uh, and I, I took what she told me and I apply it to other stuff. But I'm going to have her explain to y'all, to the listeners, what she told me to explain what a Pantone color is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's what it is called. Right. You Pantone? See, the way you said Pantone. <laughs> is that how do you say it? <laughs> it's a Pantone. Like you said. Like <laughs> Pantone. Pantone. Y'all should have seen yeah. his hand. Y'all. Like he like. Speaking a different like Pantone. <laughs> this is, I mean, I'm just basically <laughs> saying what you told me, and the, when you explained it to me, you explained it with such passion okay. that I, it made me feel that emotion that you expressed when, when you were I'm explaining real, it to me. Okay. Like when I'm explaining it, trying to get to talk to people in Spanish and they're just using their hands, <laughs> yes, and yes. talking loudly. You know, tu sabes, like you know, like, uh, Luis was like guacamole. I, you said it with confident Pantone. Okay, no. correct, right? Yeah. No, you said uh, it explain what Pantone is, and I'll explain how I apply it to what I how I view the comedy world. Okay, so um, basically, a Pantone color is well, I, you know, what, let me go back. So Pantone is a company that kind of helps to create palettes, like these color books. It could be textiles for fashion, for interior design, things of that nature. And, you know, it trickles down to fashion companies, interior design companies, stuff like that. So uh-huh. they give us like a a guide to that will translate into different parts of the industry. So say. And I and I've experienced this with, at my own, you know, place of work is that when we call out a Pantone color, for example, well, when it goes all the way overseas to a manufacturing company, they would have that same Pantone book and know exactly the color that we're talking about, um, which is important because, you know, say you your light orange may be somebody's completely different version of light orange or uh-huh. something like that. Pantone has the exact formula on how to create a color. But what also in the fashion world, the reason why Pantone is so known and popular is because they always release a color of the year. So just like as it trickles down into just retail, like basic retail clothing wise, and even in like some interiors, like how you'll be like, you know, that one summer I showed did see a whole lot of turquoise. Well, that might not have been a coincidence. That could have been the color of the year. And it's just like different versions of turquoise. And yeah. that's just how it's been translated mm-hmm. as it works its way down. Yeah. Okay. So, like, she was telling me that, like, high fashion 
say it's uh, purple or say keep turquoise. Yeah, like say it's, it's like, turquoise. Yeah, like it's like a. You'll see other variations of right. turquoise all the way down to like Dollar General fashion. Right. That mm-hmm. variations of that same because of this person saying that this is the color of the year, yep. right? Okay. When she told me that, it, it ex- like it, it, like I was like, oh, that is so much like in comedy where somebody like Bill Burr or Dave Chappelle drops a comedy special and they're talking about certain things or they're uh, maybe uh, showing certain emotions. And then that creates like a whole bunch of other versions of that comedian. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? So like when I would go to like when I would see something and I'd be like, that person is doing Bill Burr, but like a Dollar General version of Bill Burr. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So every time like something like somebody big is in anything, I always apply it to what you told me about the Pantone color. It's like that person, somebody's going to see that and they're like, oh, I guess that's what we're going to do this year. And then they'll, they'll try to be a version of that right. instead of being not. I don't know. It's just what it reminded me of. Does that, no, that, that make I sense? Mean, like, I can crazy? see how you could kind of apply it to that. Yeah. Where it kind of breaks down throughout the industry. Yeah. Yeah. It's, well, I mean, not everybody's like that. It's mostly like, uh, the bootleg versions of that <laughs> like high high fashion is right. good like what would be like middle upper middle fashion what brand uh, so say? when we talk about like high fashion we're talking about stuff like um gucci louis v yep um coco chanel now stuff what like do you that. consider we're below like that but still fashionable north park to- mall <laughs> yeah, like stuff like that, Anything, Nordstrom stuff, say, uh, yeah. Dillard's, and all that, yeah. right? And it's still good I mean, stuff, it's, right? It's yeah. Different brands that, because I'm trying to think of like actually like good brands. There's expensive stuff yeah. that we may not even know all of the names. Yeah, but what? <laughs> but when the, it got a hundred dollar price so tag, I, I guess what you're asking is is I'll just I'll equate it to like men's fashion. Um, you huh. have your you know your Tom Ford. Uh, like yes, if we're talking about suits. Ameri- American uh-huh. designers yeah, are usually. Like in that bracket, right? Know? Yeah, you're talking about like yeah. Tom Ford, um, and then you talk about a, a tier below that, uh, maybe like Suit Supply or uh-huh. uh, mm-hmm. you know different places like that, and then below that is when you're talking about your H and M and your Zara, right? Um, All the way down to literally dollar then, just yeah, general, like where it, I can go know, buy some slippers that are that color of the year. Kind yeah, of thing. it would be a version of it. Yeah. Uh, okay, so what? I, the reason I'm saying this is because when it comes to the fashion world the only true trailblazers are the people that are creating at the very top, right? Right. Like, even, like, they're, you, not to yeah. say that the people in the middle can't be just as good, but they're just a ripping off a version so, of the very high stuff. So here's the thing. Like, have you ever, like, maybe seen the way things are made for, like, some of these runway shows and stuff? Like, true Parisian couturiers. Like, mm-hmm. when you call something couture, they have a license to do that. Um uh to be legit they, yeah. you know and so they have people that handcraft this stuff like uh. down to like sewing on what you know uh embellishments and all that kind of stuff so this is gonna be expensive right so when you're trying to translate it as to what somebody can afford maybe not that so then we go down a tier mm-hmm. to where you know somebody that has they can drop like 500 on something that looks similar mm-hmm. to it then yeah or maybe a little bit more but uh and then it goes down from there 
you know that's what i'm saying so like you have to start stripping things down to make it affordable yeah yeah so like i see something that looks somewhat similar to what came out spring 20 mm-hmm. from like a runway show Fashion Nova the next but it, day, it, right? Yeah, it's right, Fashion, Fashion Nova. Nova it's gonna be, it's gonna be some ah, spandexy something. Yeah. But that, doesn't that like create like a bunch of like off colored, like not even off color, like just like versions of clone, like a clones kind of thing? Like, is there anything that is actually original that's in the middle? Or does it have to be top tier high fashion it depends to on be what it is. completely original? It depends on what it is. When you're talking about like evening wear and stuff like that, it's probably going to be like a version of what they see because then that's their guide mm-hmm. of what, you know. But when you're talking about like street fashion or clothing, uh-huh. that is starting to form its own little world. Okay. That's where you don't really have outside influences. Mm-hmm. The except for the people that actually create their own style like um how when all this it was starting to grow where like people would talk about street fashion off of uh piccadilly square that's uh over in the uk Uh like where uh it was a lot of fashionable influences like punk and all that kind of stuff like that's a person's like personal style and then maybe designers might pull from that but um other than that it's starting to create its own create its own thing so like taking something that you see a person will put together themselves and be like okay let me expand on it and go from there that's that's pretty cool so we uh, are the muses now yeah we all make our own thing if we yeah and then design we'd like to yeah and then places like fashion nova and stuff like that they're kind of picking up on like okay well this is what i think mm-hmm. this type of person wear based off of what well, we see it kind of goes back to what we we're talking about with the, bit, the the men's clothing with the it, now it's gotten to a point to where it's almost about accessorizing the clothes that you do have to mm-hmm. create your own version of whatever reflect your personality or whatever it is that you want to do exactly uh uh we watched some movie me and Charrier, that was talking about some somebody I think in New York that uh, created a bunch of fashion for like rappers, like custom and uh, stuff. Dapper Dan. Was it? Yeah, it was a Dapper Dan. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And Icon. I yeah. start. I started thinking about uh, the influence that hip hop has had on fashion, just in general, because like Fashion Nova has like a hip hop feel very, to yeah, it. Yeah, very hip hopish. I mean, like they have their section. Yeah. Yeah. You can see that. It's it's. Co- I it's like. I personally like Fashion Nova. Eventually, <laughs> they yeah. gonna. Eventually, I'm going be able to do a sponsor post. <laughs> yeah, eventually, <laughs> yeah, like, gonna be like mention essential nonsense at Fashion Nova and get fifteen percent right. off. Don't actually do that. That isn't true yet. Yeah. You can try, <laughs> but it might not work. Yeah, y'all should do that. Just in the in the in, in the know, coupon right? code. Code word. <laughs> yeah, code word brandy essential nonsense. Like, essential pod. Charier fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, we're we're well. This damn, this is a little longer than I was thinking that we were gonna do. Uh, I don't know how we got onto this conversation. It's nonsense, people. That's why it's called essential nonsense. nonsense so we're just going to head and wrap it up on that one. Um, we appreciate you coming in here, Jacob, and co-hosting yeah, with sure. us today. You know, uh, hopefully we have you back sooner than later. Yeah, for uh, sure. So, like, you have anything you want to plug? Um, yeah. Uh, like I said, if, if, if anybody is interested in reaching out um, to help with um, donating things to teachers still in classrooms, um you know, I have a few that I've been able to to bring stuff to. There are others that I have a a, a list that that I'm, I'm I'm working on, and I'm trying to get them things that 
that they're asking for that I haven't been able to get yet. But if you, you know, if, if you uh, want to contribute, let me know if, if, if you have items that, that you just want to bring with it, be simple things like masks, gloves, you know, things that very, very trivial things that we don't um, really think are that big mm -hmm. of a deal uh, definitely are having an impact right now. So if you have anything like that that you would like to donate, uh, reach out to me on Twitter. Um, you know, you can reach out to me on Instagram. My Instagram is JDT0207. Um, okay, well, we'll have all that stuff in the details, yeah. too, so y'all can uh, check them out. Uh, but, yeah, and Trey, you, would you, you got anything you want to say? Mm -mm. You're done. I'm done, except for Fashion Nova. Go ahead and give me that discount code. Yeah, y'all hear it in Fashion Nova. <laughs> Do as she says. She sure you got me something from Fashion Nova recently, but I it's did. too tight. Yeah, it's got they a bunch still, of flowers. They still on working it, so. on it. They still working yeah. on some things. Sizing. Right, I just got to yeah. I got to get to tell, their you size. You can tell they're working on the size. I, I was curious. Like, yeah. there was just the design in me. I'm like, I wonder how, like, where they are. <laughs> where are they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just your, your tester. <laughs> yeah. They still got a few years to get it right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, we appreciate y'all listening, and uh, y'all y'all be good. All right. All right. Bye. Wakanda forever. And that wraps up episode number seven of Essential Nonsense. Thanks again for listening. Uh, be sure to check out the podcast on Instagram at Essential Nonsense Pod. And uh, go ahead and leave us that five-star review. Uh, make sure to subscribe and tell some friends about it. And also be sure to follow the big homie Jacob. Uh, all his information will be in the details of the podcast. Uh, thanks again for listening and make sure to come back.